Hello and welcome back to Park It Here. I'm here with Aaron. Um, we've got another podcast uh, this week where we are going to be featuring on uh, Louisville Parks and Recreation's Athletic Division. Uh, specifically, uh, we will be talking to Adam Barrett, who has some has some very interesting uh, ideas on, on, on how club sports uh, have sort of taken over the landscape here in Louisville and in southern Indiana. Adam is offering a alternative to the very highly priced club sports that you will find around the area and Basically, he's offering the same kind of experience at a fraction of the price. This is allowing uh, Loyal Parks and Recreation to reach a lot of kids who may not have the opportunity to participate in club sports. Uh, Thus far, he has embarked upon this with the MPVA, which is the Metro Parks Volleyball Academy, and he's attempting to reach out into basketball, and who knows where it will lead later on. But let's hear from Adam, and then we'll come back after we're done. All right, uh, we're here with Adam Barrett. Hi, Adam. Um, So how long have you been with uh, Metro Parks and – Tell us a little bit about the Cerro Algar Community Center. So I've been with Metro Parks now for 11 years. Um, all, all of the last 11 years I've been at Cerro Algar Community Center. We are the current home of the Louisville Parks and Recreation Athletics Department, as well as other community activities and programs. So tell us a little bit about the athletics program as well. I know you have adult leagues, you have youth leagues. Um, what sort of programming and leagues uh, do you run out of Cyril? So we have a variety of different youth and adult leagues. We, um, in our adult leagues, we're just wrapping up our fall season where we have um, men's and co-ed softball leagues. We have co-ed kickball leagues. Um, we're getting ready to go into our adult basketball league, which we're registering for now. That will be, that'll take place at Cyril Allgaier Community Center on Sunday afternoon starting in January. So what do you what is it do you enjoy about uh, doing athletics and, and being at Cyril? What do you, what do uh, not just from the side of being the person organized? What do you personally get from from being a part of these leagues? So I like being able to help people in general. That's why I love my job where I get to do that. When we have a youth volleyball player who makes her first ever serve over the net, or a basketball player who comes in and they make their first basket um, for our adults that come in and are looking for something to stay active um, and for them to be able to come in and enjoy a recreational experience and be satisfied at the end of it. That's what drives me. So where is Cyril? I I know where it is, of course, uh, because I work here, but... Um, can you kind of describe where it is? I, I know it's off the uh, Watterson Expressway, but there are a couple of nearby landmarks that might help people point in the direction if they're not familiar with it, correct? Yes, we are off Poplova Road in the Industrial Park in Camp Taylor neighborhood. We're um, off Taylor Avenue behind where Wendy's is in the old Kmart. We're right next door to Kiva Sports and down the street from Louisville Mega Cavern. There we go, and the zoo's nearby, and they're actually not too far from where we're sitting right now at Joe Creason Park, which is the Metro Parks and Recreation headquarters. Adam, one thing I, I wanted to talk about, I know it's been a focus of yours in recent years, and we were chatting about it before we came on here. <clears throat> Metro Parks has dabbled in club sports. Um, you've done the Metro Parks Volleyball Association, which uh, some folks will know as MPVA, and uh, you're offering basically the club experience at a lower price, but you've also had some girls that have gone on and, and further their career in volleyball through being a part of it. Could you sort of describe what that process has entailed? Sure. So we're getting ready to start our fourth season of MPVA. Um, When it started, we had one group of 10 kids 
that has now grown to last year we had seven teams with over 70 kids participating we um we had our first two players go off to play college volleyball they're freshmen this year at campbellsville university um, we have another young lady who is getting ready to sign within the next month to go play for Berea College. These are kids that probably would not be playing college volleyball if it weren't for our program. We charge a quarter of the price of the bigger clubs and try to offer them as similar an experience as what they get. Um, we've taken our 18-year-old team to Orlando to play in the AAU National Championship where we finished 20th in the country. We play against all of the big programs in the area and starting this weekend, we're expanding into basketball. We have our first ever basketball team getting mm -hmm. ready to compete. In what grade? Is, are those, those are, forgive me if I'm wrong, they're 9 to 11-year-old girls, is that correct? Yes, it's a um, elementary school age, 9 to 11-year-old girls why did you team. Why did you pick that particular age group? So we felt like girls basketball was kind of underserved mm -hmm. in this area. Um, we've reached out to some other... Um, AAU basketball organizations and some of them have even been willing to help us get our program started because we're targeting young girls and they have told us that there's a need for that there's not a lot of basketball de skill development yeah I was going to say at this point with that with that age how much is it about skill development versus fielding a winning team yeah like we emphasize in volleyball and it's kind of um, gone over into basketball as well that we care more about the, de the development of the player than we do our win-loss record. Mm -hmm. we, um, we set our goals and objectives based on player skill development and team development over the course of the season than we do what our win-loss record is. Let's go back to volleyball for a minute. How did you, uh, how did you sort of identify this as a need? Um, and, and do you have a background in volleyball also? Are you a coach? So we have a youth recreation volleyball program. Mm -hmm. And the team at Cyril was doing fairly well. We were having a lot of our kids were going on to play middle school and high school volleyball, but they weren't playing travel volleyball. Um, we had about a third of our kids playing for school teams, but only 2% of them were playing travel volleyball. So we went to ask why. And for a lot of them, it was cost prohibitive that mm -hmm. they just couldn't afford the thousands of dollars it takes. So we looked into how we could do it, how we could run a similar quality program to them for less money. Mm -hmm. And so um, me personally, I did not grow up playing volleyball. <laughs> Everybody thinks that I did, but mm -hmm. I didn't. Um, I actually got involved in volleyball because the kids that came to the community center were interested in volleyball. So mm -hmm. I've gone to some trainings and learned from coaches from some of the bigger programs that have done coaching clinics mm -hmm. and some of the coaches that work for MPVA that um, I've learned from them. So yeah, I do not have a volleyball background. We kind of consider ourselves an unconventional volleyball program. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't look at how other people run their programs. We just focus on how we run ours. It's funny, you know, this, this is a, this whole area around here. Um, I am a native of Southern Indiana, but I, I know over here, mercy and assumption, or two top programs in the they public are. schools. Mail has a great program. Then over on the other side of the river, you have Providence and Floyd Central, Silver Creek, and New Albany, um, and Christian Academy. Uh, you've got really it's a hub of activity. When you yeah. uh, when you turn on uh, ESPN or Fox Sports, sometimes you will see multiple people from this area playing in 
uh, nationally ranked uh, volleyball matches. Uh, what is it about this area that has ended up breeding so much success in volleyball? So in um, just this week, the um, they announced the high school All-Americans and two players on first team All-Americans are from Louisville at mm-hmm. the Assumption High School. There's a player from Assumption that has been, that was a part of last year's NCAA national championship team mm-hmm. at Nebraska. Um, I think a lot of it is the strength of the travel programs here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of very good travel programs. Um, volleyball has become a um, heavily emphasized um, sport, especially among girls. And they um, and players have found out that you, you, know, you can get college scholarships for playing it. There mm-hmm. are more players that sign to play college volleyball out of the state of Kentucky than there are any other sport. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And it's funny, you can't help but notice whenever you're watching volleyball the, the passion, the exuberance that is displayed whenever they're playing. I mean, it, it really is a team sport. There's a lot of positivity. It's very rare that you see any gal who may, you know, make a, you know, may miss a serve or may miss hit a ball that they're being set up to, to kill. You know, you don't see you don't see anybody hang their heads too long. Usually, their teammates are there to pick them up. Is that something that you've noticed about volleyball? Is that it's it's really a supportive team sport for for young women? Yeah, and um, that that shows when we're going out and talking to players who are interested in our program is that um, it's not just me who's going out talking to these players. It's the players who play for us. They go out and they talk to other players that they want to play with, and a lot of it is based on attitude and work ethic that they want people who are going to come in and work hard that are going to be good team players and have positive attitudes they'd rather play with those type of players and players that are super athletic that have bad attitudes Mm -hmm. one thing that i i also want to shift gears just a minute also i believe part of athletics uh, you you guys help and run the summer camps but you also uh, have run the reds rookie success program the rbi baseball program that has been a the uh, Louisville Parks and Recreation Summer Camps for, I believe, about a decade. Tell me a little bit. Tell us a little bit about that program and, and sort of what what the approach has been in helping motivate young men and women, boys and girls, to learn the sport of baseball. Yeah. So the um, the Reds Rookie Pro Initiative has has been around for about a decade. Um, it is sponsored by the Cincinnati Reds Community Fund. It's based more on um, building character than it is about developing baseball skills that baseball them participating in baseball is just part of the program that it's more about developing well-rounded young people and using baseball as a tool to do that Um, as part of the program the participants have the opportunity to go to a Cincinnati Reds game during the summer they get to walk around the field before the game so that it they they get to an experience that not a lot of other programs can offer um, and then we have the RBI program, which is Major League Baseball's Reviving Baseball Inner City Initiative. And through that, we have T-ball and baseball leagues that we offer in the spring at um, lower cost than some of the other programs for kids who can't maybe can't afford the couple hundred dollars that it might cost to play for another league. It's funny, you know, because I, and I don't know how old you are, but, but growing up, we, we played little league sports, but there wasn't all this club there wasn't all this club stuff. Basically, you would play pickup basketball and pickup sports, uh, you know, with the neighborhood kids. Uh, but that has changed now. There's there's a call for more structured stuff going on, and, and yeah. obviously, you guys have, have tried to fill that void. Um, 
how do you see this uh, this sort of stuff growing over the, the next five, ten years and beyond? So yeah, I mean, travel sports are taking over youth sports. Um, there, there's a lot of youth leagues that are struggling or um, some that don't exist anymore or because um, so many kids are going and playing travel sports. Um, and then you have kids that are being left behind because they can't afford travel sports. It's created um, a haves versus have not when it comes to youth sports that you have kids that just they come from families that can't afford to pay the thousands of dollars it costs to play AAU basketball or club volleyball or travel baseball or whatever. And so we're hoping that by some of our programs where with our volleyball academy, our basketball academy, that um, our RBI programs, that we can come in and offer the same experience that the kids who come from families that can afford the thousands of dollars get offer that same experience to families that may not be able to afford that. Thanks a lot, Adam. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Okay, so thank you, Adam, and thanks, Aaron. I wanted to uh, remind everyone to go to bestparksever.com. Uh, we're currently accepting registrations for our winter basketball leagues. Uh, that's for co-ed uh, folks ages 18 or, or older. Uh, if you have a, a business, church, neighborhood group, or if you just have a couple of buddies that you want to get together and, and, and sort of relive the past glory days from uh, high school, um, it's a good opportunity to do that. The games will be played at Cyril Allgaier, where Adam and then Brady Buckley, our other recreation supervisor, are located. And then uh, for more information about the MPVA and the club sports that are offered through Louisville Parks and Recreation, again, visit bestparksever.com. That does it for this edition of Park It Here. Thanks to Aaron. See you next time. <laughs>